0: You okay? Yeah, I'm great. (laughs) Ooh, that hurt, but I'm good. (laughs) Oh, my poor baby. It's okay. I'm like 75% better today. I just, I took some Advil just now.
1: All right. right. So, welcome to Sisterly Situations. Welcome to Sisterly Situations. Missy is hurt, but she's doing a little bit better. We have no idea wh- why or how she's hurt, but she's hurt.
0: Yeah, not really. My shoulder is killing me. So yesterday I had my girlfriend take pictures of my shoulder and you can see the whole right side is depressed. It is lowered a lot. And my shoulder blade into is your body or like down. You know, so yeah, you're just like lopsided. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, that part is less obvious as is the winged shoulder blade. So any like anatomy nerds, my shoulder was sticking out of my back. I should send you a picture. Maybe I'll, no, No, you don't want to see it.
1: No, I don't want to see you broken.
0: Oh, it was like a broken wing. I don't like that. You're my wings. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Well, you have a broken wing. Oh, this wing is healing. It's okay. It's not like actually broken. Let me be clear. Did not break my shoulder, but no, I'm not sure what happened. I, it was hurting me. It was bothering me yesterday yesterday morning, and then I pushed the trash down, and it was like it was over. I was like, oh, all right, man. Awesome. So I don't know if I did something weird. Okay. So
1: okay. So what's the situation? Um,
0: here's the situation.
1: So. For our listeners, Missy and I have a tendency to send each other memes and quotes and things back and forth to each other. Yeah. And if when you virtually... don't do
0: that, you don't really have a real relationship with somebody, right?
1: <laughs> okay. Then you're my only relationship in the entire
0: world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I do that with a lot of people. I'm the only person you do that with. I feel so not special now. Thanks. I mean, you are definitely the person I do it with the
1: most. Yeah, you're the only person. Because usually when I'm doing it, it's late at night. I don't really want to interact with the rest of the world at all. I'm just sort of scrolling mindlessly till I fall asleep type of thing. And I've had enough of the rest of the world. So you're the only person that I will communicate when I'm like, all right, I'm done.
0: That's not the headspace I'm in when I'm sending me. I'm
1: usually just like, oh, that's cute. That's funny. I don't really want to share it, but I think Missy would like that. (laughs) (laughs) You're the only person that I allow into my headspace or my worlds whatsoever ever when I'm in that space. You haven't noticed that they're usually late at night?
0: Yeah, of course. I just figured that's, yeah. that's when you scroll memes. I don't know. Yeah,
1: that's when I scroll and I'm done with the world.
0: Okay. I don't know. That I, I actually
1: had a friend who sent me who sent me a message at like nine o'clock the other night. And he often sends me messages like, hey, how are you doing? And they're always in the middle of the night. And he was like, why don't you answer my messages anymore? And I was like, because you always send me messages in the middle of the night when I am not willing to entertain a conversation with another human being i was like hope you're doing well but no in the middle of the night do not be sending me messages i don't care who you are especially if you're a guy because it's just creepy yeah even though he's not coming at me that way yeah he literally is just trying to be like, hey, how are you? Because he's a night person. But I'm like, no, I've had to be on point all day. So I, I don't like when Facebook is like, hey, this person is available. No, I'm not. If I'm on Facebook, I'm not available for conversation. Oh.
0: <laughs> can you change that setting? I don't know. I think you Probably. could. Probably. You Something should be able weird. to. Something weird is happening. My
1: Something weird is happening?
0: Yeah, with my sound. Okay. Okay. So anyway, we send each other, so, memes.
1: we do, we send each other memes and we send each other a lot of really good quotes.
0: Yeah. You are the only person I do that with. Oh, good. Yeah. I, I feel special
1: again. And to the point that we even we have, have a fucking have... podcast together, folks. <laughs> I don't know. You could be talking to your other friends and be like, let's start a podcast together. I don't know what you're
0: doing. Are you podcast cheating on me? <laughs> I'm still editing season one of ours. Can you imagine if I took on another podcast? Maybe
1: that's why, because you've got like four of them going on. No. (laughs) Uh, Again, we're revisiting a topic that we talked about in season one of how I'm territorial over you. Oh, true story, true
0: story. Yeah, so nothing's changed. Nothing's changed (laughs) in that. To be fair, we did we did season one over the period of six months, so nothing's changed in six months. We even have
1: a quote that I kind of referenced in the beginning that we're going to get tattooed on us. Yeah. Yes. We we've been planning this tattoo for like eight years now.
0: So many years. Like
1: ten years, maybe. Missy, hopefully by the time this is out there, we will actually get it done.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, so there was a period where we totally could have, but my left shoulder is the one that we're going to that I'm going to get it on was injured then. So I'm getting it on my right okay yeah because my right shoulder already has something on it that's right and so now my right shoulder is the one that's messed up so we can get it on the left
1: (laughs) you'll get yours
0: on your right i'll get mine on my left
1: so when we stand next to each other they touch
0: yes and it's going to say
1: it's going to say so mine will say or yours is going to say (laughs) it starts better if it's yours you be the roots that keep my feet on the ground and mine will say, you be the wings that keep my heart in the sky. And then I'm going to have a picture of a tree with the tree roots because I'm Missy's roots. And she's going to have pictures of, of wings or feather or something, something flighty. So <laughs> to
0: say that she's the wings that keep my heart in the sky. Yes. And I'm excited for that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's one of our quotes that has been long-standing. that we've changed a little bit. We saw it as somebody, something else slightly different it was like head mm-hmm. in the sky and like anchor for and we changed it to roots and heart because we don't roots really need our head in the clouds we have our head in the clouds enough um, certainly i do Missy does
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so she's gonna keep my heart in the sky not my head in the sky yeah yeah my um, head's pretty grounded and i'm the grounded the one <laughs> sometimes sometimes <laughs> <laughs> I certainly dig my feet in pretty
0: hard. You sometimes. do. Yeah, that's a true story. So, we had a specific quote that we yeah. wanted to talk about today. This came through in one of those meme sending nights from. Cheryl to me. I'm pretty sure. Right.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, So why don't you read us that quote? Okay.
1: Also, I think we, we talked about this. If this goes over well, this might be like a series type of thing where we can share our quotes and then they start a conversation. Cause I sent you this quote and you were like, "Oh, that would be a good podcast conversation. Yes. Cause I've thought about that. Yeah. You've thought about that a lot. Okay. Cool. I didn't even think of it. I was like, that's a good idea. Okay. Today's quote is stop telling people that no one will love them until they love themselves. Stop planning the idea in people's brains that they are unworthy of love because of their own struggle. And that really resonated with me on so many levels because I feel like, so I'm single and I've been single for the last eight years. So as long as my daughter has been alive, I've stayed single. And because I feel like there's a lot of work that I need to do on me, and things before I get into a relationship. And then when I was like, hmm, maybe I'll be interested in starting to date again. There was a pandemic. So yeah. the world was like, no, fuck you. Stay by yourself. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's pretty much what happened to me with uh, socializing in California. Yeah. Like, okay, I'll start to make some friends. The world shut down. It's like, no, you need some more isolation. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> no, nope, nope, I really don't. My I really mental don't. Health does not.
1: But yeah, so I have always been like, no, I need to work on me. I need to get over. And when I do get into a relationship, I do commonly take these long breaks in between relationships. And it's not uncommon for me to be single for a year or two in between relationships.
0: Yeah, you're single for many, five at least years between relationships. Yeah,
1: I never get...
0: Even dating, even
1: like even dating dating. <laughs> yeah, I take breaks. Because I always want to like analyze and be like, okay, so what did I do wrong? What did they do wrong? I'm usually pretty clear on what they did wrong, but (laughs) what did I do wrong? And how do I not end up in that situation before? And sometimes it's like, like we we've talked about even like recognizing red flags and trying to get better at that. Yeah, we have. Uh, Yeah, we both, we both need to get better at it. And so for a while still, so for a while, I was like, and especially after I had my daughter, I was like, oh, no, she can't be the victim of me dating a whole bunch of people and bad choices. So the next person that I date that's serious enough that I introduce them to my daughter, like, that's it. Just plan on being locked down for life
0: forever. Until, just plan
1: so <laughs> death do us part one way or another.
0: But yeah, so I've always I, so <sighs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, lost my train of thought here
0: you always take a lot of breaks because you like to reassess you're clear about what they've done wrong right and you like oh and red flags that's what i was going on so
1: and so like i'll take something like super 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 superficial super super superficial (laughs) see that's (laughs) time fast super fragilistic expialidocious um (laughs)
0: superficial
1: Um, super superficial And be like, oh, that must be the red flag. It must be that one time when I ordered ribs and he was like, Oh, I don't like to pick up meat and put like eat it off the bone. Like he was like, it just feels undignified to stick my face into food. I'm like he doesn't like to any kind of food that he picks up to eat. And no hamburgers, like, like- no pizza, no crackers, no chips. That was well, so in that moment my takeaway was not the red flag that he was shaming me for what I had chose to eat. My, take is, away- yes. my takeaway was, oh, he's too dainty to eat ribs and get messy. So that's the red flag. So if he won't get messy when he eats, <laughs> that's the red oh, flag. <laughs> Lord. Yeah. No. So I clearly had work to do. Okay. Because- so let me, so I was you- like, it makes me feel in touch with my ancestors when I eat it off the bones. <laughs> like I was like,
0: <laughs> let me ask you a question so... mm-hmm. were you able to put that in perspective until a person a, um, a specific person that I dated you saw you watched with your own eyes judge me for what I was eating mm-hmm. and me not realize it mm-hmm. like did that no
1: I did not connect the dots to my own situation at that time I did for you so I could watch it you had just recently gone vegan. We'll talk about the situation. You had just recently gone vegan, and there wasn't really anything vegan on this particular restaurant menu, and you were struggling with like, what do I eat? Yeah, so was you definitely getting a French salad fries.
0: and French fries because that's what I always go with.
1: And this person was like, the French fries are usually cooked in the same oil as meats, so that's not really vegan. And I was, I was like, listen. The girl's just trying to eat something. She's hungry. Leave her alone. And like, so for me, that was a red flag because he was he was telling you what you could or could not eat and in front of other people. And it I really was like bothered in front me. Of other
0: people and my family and stuff like I didn't even think about it at the time. And I didn't get the fries, did I?
1: You did not. That was also the part that bothered me because there was a comment that was made, made you feel bad about yourself and then you didn't do what you wanted to do. And so for me, that was very obvious that that was a red flag. Now, in my situation with the ribs, I got the ribs. It didn't occur to me until after we'd broken up and I was going back through the course of our relationship, be like, so were there red flags? Were there any times? So I was like, the kind of car that he drove is a red flag. And the fact that he wouldn't eat, he doesn't like to get messy. He's too dainty. I was like, nah, he's just a tool. That's his problem. (laughs) And they are the red flags for that. Instead of, well, he shamed me. Um. Yeah. He tried yeah. to make me feel bad about myself.
0: And for me with the fries, I looked at it as, oh, he's trying to help me out and let me know something. And so like he's
1: trying to educate you. Trying to educate me and you. help.
0: Yeah. And so I and that I'm fine with. But yeah, judgment and shame was also present and Hindsight is twenty twenty, so.
1: It's sort of one of these double-edged swords because I feel like you and I are so good at being in touch with ourselves and evaluating ourselves all the time. So it is really hard, I think, for us to notice when other people are shaming us because we take it and we go, oh, okay, because that's sort of a normal thing that people are supposed to do to help you grow and they're trying to help you instead of being like, oh, that's not okay that they treat us that way. Yeah. So bring it back to the quote, you know, we, we often say that like, just as society, you have to love yourself first. You can't uh, like, no one can love you. If you don't love yourself, who's going to love you if you don't love yourself. And it's kind of like, well, you know what? My sister loves me even when I feel bad about myself. Mm-hmm. Like, cause there are so many times that we've had that, we've had conversations often where like, I'm just shitting all over myself I look in the mirror and I'm like oh my god look at this oh ugh, ugh, this is gross I hate this this face this is horrible look at that and you're just like stop I wish you could see yourself the way I do mm-hmm. and I think we also have those people in our lives who do love us even when we feel bad about ourselves so this was sort of that moment um, when I read that where it was like you know what that's it is possible to love the broken pieces.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And when you sent that to me, so once I heard you can't love another until you love yourself, or you can't properly love another until you love yourself, like that always resonated with me. And then when you sent me this framed in that way, it made me realize, it made me take a step back and be like, oh, well, hang on. Maybe even that other thing isn't completely true. I understand what it's trying to say. And I do believe it. When I don't have anything to give, then I don't have anything to give.
1: Right. And there's a difference between being drained uh-huh. of your resources and oh, th- I don't love myself enough to love somebody else.
0: And sometimes being drained of my resources can be a result of me being hard on myself and not loving myself. And sometimes I do need the reminder of okay, well, look at how I love my sister. Look at how I love my girlfriend. Look at how I love my family. Mm -hmm. I am capable of love. So I can love myself that way. That actually reminds me I am capable of loving and I deserve to extend that love to myself. That doesn't mean that I'm not deserving of it from other people just because I don't love myself. I just have to remind myself that I can extend that love to me. And I think that's what, that's really something that I took away from when you sent me that. I was like, okay, it's one thing if I'm having a hard time showing my love because I don't have anything to give Mm -hmm. because I'm feeling shitty about myself. That's one thing. That's not to say that I don't love the people that I love or that people don't love me even when I'm not my best self. And Marilyn Monroe said it best. you don't love me at my worst, or if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve to love me at my best or something like that.
1: Something of that nature. I have her quote upstairs um but it's a different quote it's i'm happy to live in a man's world as long as i could be a woman in it mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> but that's a completely different quote <laughs> completely different i i think that's true i think we spend so much time beating ourselves up also the truth of the matter is we're all works in progress and we all have something about ourselves that we don't like and we're trying to fix yeah we are perfect. biggest credit critics so it's okay to let people in so that they can point out that you're not the hideous sea witch that you think you look like, like, you know, yeah. it's not true. <laughs> swamp witch. That's what I call myself. I'm
0: like, oh
1: my I just look like a swamp witch. Look how horrible I am.
0: And sometimes, oh my you, gosh.
1: Need her- <laughs> and sometimes you need somebody in your life will be like, that's
0: horrible. No. That's- yeah. That's horrible for you to say about yourself. Ugh, stop talking shit about my sister. She's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. Your sister's in pain. Oh my God. Uh, Are you okay? I'm okay. You're broken. I'm gonna hit this bowl and I'll be fine. Grab your weed, grab your wine. That's right. It's It's too early. early. I can't can't. start drinking wine (laughs)
1: because I've got work. (laughs) I I think it's important to also share the other part of this is to show grace to people understanding like when they're going through their struggle it's a you can't tell them well no one can love you if you're going through your struggle like that part of it for me self-image and body image are huge struggles that's going to be a lifelong battle like I I don't see the day where suddenly I'm just going to be like like that Amy Schumer movie where I'm just like look at me I'm beautiful oh my gosh like that's probably not going to happen after a lifetime of trauma and telling myself I'm fat and ugly like that's not there's not going to be a day that a magical wand is going to just come and be like, oh,
0: look at that! All of it's that gonna take time. It's going to take work, and it's going to take effort on your part, right? And so it's that not,
1: yeah. It doesn't mean that anybody else can't appreciate me for who right. I am during absolutely. That time,
0: absolutely. And that can be super helpful, yeah. <laughs> and when when other people are are loving us and telling us what they believe and, and how they see us through their eyes. That can also really help us with our self-love with our work, that work that we have to do to change that narrative. So like when you're working to change your narrative and because of your years and years and years of body image issues, and you have that specific narrative and you're working to change it, it can be helpful to turn to those people that you love that have the narrative of you and that love you. She, she's chewing and she does not believe me. Well, I think to a certain point and it depends what it is. Okay.
1: Hit me. So, because I dated a guy when I was putting on weight in my mid twenties and I was really starting to like pack on and I'd hit the highest number I had ever hit before when I was dating this person. And he was constantly telling me how attractive I was and how much he wanted to be like with me and it was such a huge turnoff like I was just not interested at all and honestly it just put more attention on my body and made me feel even worse about myself
0: okay that's interesting that's different I feel like that's like so like somebody that was more interested in you than you were than you were with them is what that sounds like to
1: me yeah but other people other times also when people say something, it'll bring it to the forefront and I will be even more critical of myself. Now, not being said, I can say that I had other self-talk that I'm an incredibly selfish person because mom told me every time I've ever spoken to her in my entire <laughs> natural life that I'm an incredibly selfish person. So for me, that was my, that was my tape. That was my belief. And then I said to, I, I, I forget the exact circumstance, but I was like, well, I know it's because I'm a selfish person. I think that like, and. Oh my gosh. And I was with somebody that I respected and cared about a lot um, at work. And she stopped me and she was like, "Charlene, you say that a lot about yourself. And I was like, say what? And she like, I didn't even realize she was like, you're always saying that you're a selfish person. Mm -hmm. And I got to say, nobody else is coming by my desk and being like, Hey, how are you doing? You look a little stressed out. Is there something I can do to help you? That is not a selfish thing to do. How about that? And I was like, but doesn't everybody do that? And she was like, everybody is trying to help everybody. And she was like, not a single other person in our 35 person department has ever come to my desk and said. You look like you're a little stressed out. Is there something I can take off your plate and help you with? Especially no because everybody has a lot of stuff on their plate mm-hmm. and everybody is working through stuff. You're going to go back to your desk and you've got 15 other things on your to-do list and you're sitting here going, "Is there something I can help you with?" And she was like, "That's not what selfish people do." And it's not what everybody does.
0: So that was an instance where that helped you?
1: Yeah. So I think it depends what it is, but you also have to be really self-aware because I have another instance where someone that I really respected who was in a leadership position said that I'm someone who makes excuses all the time. And that brought me to tears. And I was like, my entire life story doesn't work. Like you can't be someone who just makes excuses and grows up like I do and goes to college. And you can't be someone who makes excuses and gets up every day and takes care of your child as a single parent and goes to work every day. It doesn't work. hmm And so when she said that it was a, it was a personal attack and I felt violated. Yeah. And I had to go, I was fortunate enough that I, when I left that person's office, I saw another previous leader that I had a mentor and they were having lunch together. And I walked over to their table and they were like, what is happening right now? Because I was still like, and I was like, cause like there are tears and everything. I'm like, I'm not supposed to walk through the office looking like this, but this was a, big attack. And I said, am I the kind of person who only makes excuses? And they were like, you're going to have to give us more contact because no, <laughs> like, and I gave them the situation. They said, no, if you're giving a reason why something isn't working, that's not the same as making an excuse. Did you offer solutions? Yes. I said, here's what I think we need to do instead. That's not going to work because of this. Can we apply this? And they were like, yeah, you are someone who is you can break things and find faults in processes and why things aren't going to work. That doesn't mean you're an excuse maker because you also try to come with here's an alternative. And yes. this isn't.
0: A- I call that a solution person. Right.
1: And my current leader also has said many times that one of my greatest strengths is that I am a solutions oriented person and I don't come to them just complaining about stuff. And I'm like, we're good now. But I think that's, it's okay to question yourself and to have those things that you don't always love about yourself. It's good to have people who still love you and can see you through whether or not they're going to be helpful really depends on what it is that is the insecurity that you're you're struggling with or, and whether it's really true. And you have to evaluate all of that feedback I have learned through my experiences. All that feedback has to go through a filter of, I know myself better than anyone else, because some, I could also say I'm an incredibly stubborn person and somebody can come to me and be like, I don't really see you as being that stubborn. That's got to go through my filter and not help me Like myself more because I'm not as stubborn.
0: Um, because I hear you. Yeah, no, (laughs) that has to go through
1: my that has to go through my filter to be like, nah, honey, you just haven't seen it yet, (laughs)
0: right? You know, right? Okay, and I totally hear you and I agree with that point. That makes a lot of sense. What I'm also afraid that you're saying is you're filtered does not allow you to see your beauty and you really think that your perspective of you is true because you know yourself best but you also just said and you know this that we are all our own worst critics. so you're not looking at yourself through I know myself best lens there is a veil there of Mm -hmm. Mm self-hatred
1: certainly uh, and self-doubt and insecurity there it is yeah you yeah know. so yeah but i i love you very 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 much but you can tell me i'm beautiful all day long and i'm gonna be like oh you're sweet that's because you love me
0: all right so i guess we're disagreeing on that <laughs> <laughs> Just, I mean,
1: because beauty is in the eye of the beholder, and just like when you meet someone on a surface level, they may not be as attractive as when you get to know them; they're more attractive.
0: So, how, So, you think I'm pretty? How many people do you think that come across me think I'm pretty?
1: Everybody, I think exactly. everybody exactly. See, looking you.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I also recognize that there, there different people like different things.
0: Because I've also that honestly,
1: though, because I was like worried (laughs) that you're going to be a dick about that. No, no, I think you're gorgeous. And anybody who doesn't think so is just obviously stupid. But (laughs) I've also said that if we're in a situation and somebody is attracted to you, they're not going to be attracted to me. If they're attracted to me, they're not going to be attracted to you because we look so different and we have such different energy that we put out into the world.
0: Yeah, I guess. But have you ever seen how broad who I'm attracted to is yeah, but you're different uh-huh. you, can, you can get <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> love you well, yeah that's not untrue uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I am not the only person with a broad like a variety of people who they're attracted to you know like I think that so many I, I don't know I just love most bodies I think all bodies are beautiful, but I'm attracted to most female bodies. Let me be serious, though. (laughs) I'm going to be completely honest. I'm not really attracted
1: to bodies as much as physicality. So like like apps, they don't work for me because I can't look at a picture of someone and be attracted to them. Like I could go on Match or Tinder right now and be like, oh, look, there's Channing Tatum. There's Bradley Cooper. There's... Yeah, I'm sure you could. I I would (laughs) like, it would be great if we just got matched (laughs) on Tinder. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, But I couldn't look at just a picture of them and be like, oh, they're so they're such beautiful. I'm attracted to the voice and the movements and how they present themselves. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm the same thing. You've met my exes. If you looked at pictures of some of my exes, they may not be the I wasn't attracted to them when I first met them it was their personality and their character that I was attracted to.
0: Yep. There's all, there's that all the time too. And I mean, and so like, and they're emotionally unavailable. And that was like, Uh, so sexy. (laughs) uh, That's the real kicker there. Yeah. That really does it for us all. Uh, Yeah. Whatever uh, your
1: type is, you could be into uh, this type or that type
0: that is So what happened with me and Jamie, we both, we told each other we were unavailable emotionally and that we were just going to be friends and we were never just friends. We met online though. We did meet on an app and we swiped right. And she
1: saw your picture and she was like, this is the most gorgeous thing I've ever seen in my life.
0: And I did the same. And so we were like, let's meet each other. And it took a long time for us to meet each other, but we talked a lot. We texted a lot and I loved talking to her. She made me laugh a lot she's so funny and sweet and super understanding and that it took a long time for us to meet for a couple of reasons. One was medical. One, I was pretty nervous and I wasn't sure if I was ready because I knew I liked her more than just friends, (laughs) but we were definitely like, trying to just be friends but then when we met you know sparks of flu and, I, and then I was given the chance to fall in love with all those other things you know what I mean it doesn't mm-hmm. start with well I mean there's love at first sight you know I believe in that but I also believe that love at first sight is in person and all of those things are in play in that moment also for me it's also I'm- dark lighting did
1: you ever notice that when I- it's love at first sight always when you're under dark lighting. dark lighting
0: <laughs> and nice club music blaring and yeah a, yeah yeah and a it's lick across on the, the barroom <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm,
1: across the bar room it's with some drinks in you yep that's love at first sight
0: yeah
1: last call is always love at first sight <laughs> yeah
0: yeah
1: <laughs> i was just about to give up
0: drink love at first sight yeah i was just about to give up
1: and then i looked across the bar room right before they turned the lights on and i was like oh there she is And then we magically fell in love forever and ever. (laughs) But I think you made a really good point also that you can, like, you can't love people, uh, love others until you love yourself. I think that's bogus because to your point, I love my sister. I love my daughter. And even when I'm in a relationship, I mean, I, I love unconditionally. Like, probably not unconditionally because there's always that condition that ends up breaking it, but <laughs> like cheating, that's, that's a condition that I can't get past. <laughs> Trigger but, warning. <laughs> yeah. Sleeping with other people is just kind of like a, Oh, I no longer love you. No, unless that's a, your agreement. That, that is your no agreement. bueno. Right. Which is something that's totally up to you and your partner and what you guys decide for me. That's a, that's a no, that's a no go zone.
0: Yeah. And that's a no go zone for my girlfriend too. And so I'm okay with that. Yeah.
1: I don't even stop loving them when they cheat on me. Cause
0: well, that's easily... not, love doesn't just fade it doesn't, because it just the other go person away. did something bad. It doesn't just go away. Hmm. You get angry with the person and you might have to draw a boundary and you might have to detach with love and that's okay. Um, I still love all of my exes except the one.
1: But all of the others, I still see all of the good in them that I saw at the very beginning that I I do love them for.
0: Yeah. And like, I still love someone that's very close to us that we found out is a big cheater. And yeah, but I don't have to be in a relationship with them. Like I, I
1: also, I, I don't care if other people are, I know that sounds terrible, but if you're cheating on someone, that doesn't mean that you're not a good person at your job it doesn't mean you're not a good just because you're a bad partner doesn't mean that you're not a good yes, that's what I mean. or a that's good what
0: I'm saying. construction
1: worker or parents or
0: we, yeah, sibling we can separate the love for the person from the, the action president. that they did But I agree with you. So the thing is, is when, when I first heard, like, you can't truly love another until you love yourself, that resonated with me a lot at first, but then I, I like, I would like to reframe that. I would like to restate that. I think it's about setting boundaries and being able to show love for somebody when your own cup is full enough to give that out. Mm-hmm. instead of, I always love you. I don't always have time to listen or time to, I mean, you know what I mean? I
1: don't always have time for you. Um- <laughs> I
0: don't always have time for you. <laughs> I mean, nobody got time for all that. Um- <laughs> I mean, nobody got all that. Um- <laughs> nobody got to, you know, I don't always have time for you. I don't even always have time for myself. So when I don't have time for myself and I'm feeling, feel like I'm lacking, I do you need have to have that boundary to yeah. set that boundary and that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that I can't love you. It just means I need me time and that's okay. And I think that that's the I way- I think that's different though than- I think I that that's what that means. That's what I've always interpreted that to mean. You can't love, your... love another Someone until you love until yourself. you love yourself. you, you got to take care of yourself. You can't pour from an empty cup. I think it's like that.
1: Hmm. Interesting. For me. okay. Okay. So I don't think I always interpreted it that way because I think I've always said, I've always thought like you can't love someone until you love yourself is more of a, until you can see the good in yourself, how can you find the good in others? Because others are always, your perception of other people is a reflection of yourself.
0: Well, I think that uh, that makes a lot of sense, what you just said, and I Definitely think that everyone is a mirror of ourselves. And that's why we are able to see the good in other people, even if we can't see it in ourselves. Mm -hmm. So, like,
1: it took me a long time to even say that I'm smart. I've dated guys where I've been like, oh, he's so smart, though. And I had somebody else point out, because I say my daughter is so smart, like her dad, because he's a very intelligent person. And then somebody was like, and her mom, like, her mom is pretty fucking smart. Like, this kid is not going to be a dumbass. Both of her parents are smart. And I was like, oh, yeah, OK. <laughs> Maybe.
0: OK. Oh. I don't know.
1: But it took me a few people repeating that. And a few different people were like, aunt or mom? You all right. Yeah, I knocked over my water bottle.
0: <gasps> Nuggets are done and I have to pee. Pause? Oh, pause. Good thing I knocked over the cup. Yeah. <laughs> my
1: cupeth runneth over. cup runneth over.
0: So I think
1: just to circle back, I I think this goes back to like our whole brand is really everybody can interpret things differently and feel things differently and we need to show grace to one another with and meet each other where we are.
0: yeah yeah there's different perspectives. everybody has different perspectives and we don't have to agree on them but we can be open to hearing them and I, and that is definitely yeah, yeah. brings us back to what we are what oh, we are as, yeah. um, as a brand and, and as sisters <laughs> And as everybody is lovable. at the end of the day everyone deserves love who loves them everyone deserves love especially the people that maybe are not acting so lovable right now. They need it the most. Mm, Maybe. Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh, But definitely they need somebody to love them. Everybody needs someone who thinks they're special. And I have you and you have me.
0: Yeah, exactly. I love you. I don't know why this is lagging all of a sudden now. It was doing great all day.
1: Yeah. So let's talk more. Uh, Definitely. We want to hear your feedback on in the comments where you can we'll put in there the quote itself yes and i have no idea who said it though because it was a meme on facebook so i can't give credit where credit is due for we'll that just put unknown,
0: thing. i guess
1: yeah so maybe someone out there knows who said it and that'd be awesome love your thoughts and feedback all
0: right thanks for listening bye bye
1: so that's our situation thank you for listening and joining us today Please download and subscribe,
0: like, and comment wherever you listen.
1: Check out our website, sisterlysituationspodcast.com. And email us at sisterlysituationspodcast at gmail.com. Also, please check out my lovely sister's yoga website, consciousyoga.tv. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.